Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey, two buddies, but I feel like we haven't agreed in a while. Oh, and this we, we are becoming less of buddies. <laughs> It'll be really interesting because we haven't expressed our opinion about this one. Yeah, so I know. We'll see. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are Cinnabuds. We are. We talk about movies every week. And this week we are talking about the new movie, Climax. If you couldn't dance, what would you do? Mmm. Suicide? Ça représente quoi la danse pour toi? Climax is from Argentinian director Gaspar Noé. It is his last movie since 2015's Love, and before that was 2012's Enter the Void. K. Polly, yes. what'd you what'd you think? I had two different opinions about the movie based on what part of the movie I was watching. Okay. Ultimately, Fair. I do not think I cared for it. Yeah. Um, the first, I will say, I was very excited by the first half of the movie but the thing about him is the thing that i have with some directors is a style over substance sort of a thing yeah for sure and his style style points for style all the way up he's got a really cool visual style he did some things in this movie that i thought were really great to watch and and i was like excited for the second half knowing it was going to get dark in the second half and i think it could have been really amazing had he put any thought into the second part which it yes. feels like he just said, how about we do this, this, and this, and which is all horrible uh, things that happen to people, and then just film it and turn the camera upside down once. It, it reminded me of just, like, conversations that, you know, I had in college where, like, well, hey, we went to this party and we did LSD, and yeah. then, like, this crazy stuff happened, and yeah. that is just kind of, like, the whole point. They were at a party, they had LSD, and then, like, some really messed up stuff happened. And if you're, like, into brutality and gore. <laughs> yeah. You know, this movie has self-mutilation. It has incest. It has drugs. Yep. It has children dying. You know, it's got like... Classics. All the classics. It's, it's like, it is really brutal. I felt like there was, all in the end, there was a lot that happened in this movie. Yeah. But also nothing. Yeah, I am all for films that are about provocation, even if it's just about provocation. Yeah. But the And the, it has style too, but there's got to be some substance to it on some level, even if it's just like a purely creative way to express it. I don't know that, that this did it in the last half. In the first half where there wasn't the dark part of it, mm -hmm. he did some interesting stuff. And then I feel like he stopped doing that interesting stuff and just relied on like the shock of the second half of the movie. We're going to talk about some of those things right after this. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffel's offers leather and upholstery, dining, and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. And we're back. Oh, boy. Okay, let's talk about some of the good things in this. You know, you were yeah. saying it's a bit 
more style over substance. Yeah. Um, I definitely think that some of the style was cool. The camera work was uh, really interesting. A lot of it, uh, shots. I think that the the shot there were there were a couple distinct style of shots. You know, you got your straightforward ones. There was this scene in the beginning where it seemed like five to ten minutes of unbroken yeah. footage he in the had beginning a lot of where they're single dancing. shot, long single shots. The whole dance the whole dance sequence at the beginning was all one shot. Yeah. The way that the yeah. camera moved, it's it's about dance and the camera movement had this had it had the it had motion to it. Yeah. The the camera motion that it had rhythm. It had this great dancing in the beginning and then it was kind of like the beginning of this party and um, the camera was moving the whole time. It was unbroken the whole time. I thought that that was really great. They had uh, this scene above where you're it it's this dance circle. Yeah. And um, it's seeing the dancers from above was a totally different way to see right. the way that dancers move their bodies. Right. And then there, some of it was played to the to the camera above, but some of it wasn't. And you just you're looking and you have to like, oh yeah, this is what it looks like when they do this, but from this angle. And like I said, that first half gave me such hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, in the second half, the camera goes upside down, which I think not, could yeah. work, but not for 20 minutes. Yeah, well, it didn't do it for the whole, yeah, for the tw- last, it, and it went upside down in parts and then came back. They also, uh, I'll go back, going back to the beginning, there are also some of these um, like tightly edited shots where it's just interviews. You see the interviews with the dancers, um, and you, it gives you this, and you can see it on an old TV, which is actually weirdly, weirdly similar to the beginning of. Uh, it really Us. was. It With was references to the film around the TV, yeah. just like in Us, which was very yeah. interesting. Um, I liked that part, the interviews with the dancers, like they're auditioning, sort of. It was a bit long, but it was nice to see like that cut up, and then they do that again later when they're all kind of milling around, socializing at the party after the dance. And you see these cuts of other different conversations. Some of them were very disturbing. Some of them were very casual and like, you know, a bunch of young dummies. Uh, <laughs> but um, I liked that contrast between the long shots of these beautiful dances. The start of the first like minute was essentially was the end. And then it, oh, the credits rolled. Yeah, yeah, they did credits in an interesting and way. And I was like, okay, that's that's an interesting way to do it. And then it really, and then it started. Yeah, it's interesting because when I was watching it, I was I'd heard that they done they had done the credits kind of throughout, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is just like a random BS reason to do it. And then mm-hmm. at the end, I was like, I do get why you did it because then now you can just end the movie on this and yeah. walk, and then the lights come up. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of interesting, but they were kind of scattered throughout the first hour, like occasionally, like all the music that was going to be played was listed on screen in different bold fonts, I'd say after 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think those stylistic things were pretty cool. End of the Void came out in 2012. It was also like 2012. I was like, oh, drugs are cool. Yeah. And uh, um, so... I feel like that that movie had a lot of really, really interesting visual elements as well. It wasn't as stationary as this movie was yeah. with uh, kind of like really long scenes that yeah. have just kind of like interesting camera placement and movement that had a l- that had a, like a lot more scenes and places yeah. and things going on. But th- I, this movie just kind of fell short. Yeah, it, the, the last half is just shock value. And I think the weird thing is it's based supposedly... I saw that in a review in quotes. It is supposedly based on a true story. Yeah, I did too, and I really wondered, like... I want to know what that story is, but regardless, it doesn't fulfill the promise of the first half of the movie. Yeah. And if if he had done, regardless if it's a true story or not, whatever the story is, 
if he had gone in and just put a little bit more thought into the progress of those characters after the initial beautiful sequences, could have been a really interesting, could have lovely stylized film, but that had a little bit more substance. As a, afterwards, it was just like this chaos shock value stuff, which I think he's into. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the couple movies I've seen of his, and from what I've read, he's very, very heavy-handed as, like, I'm the bad boy of French cinema. It's like, I guess, but you're not necessarily good at doing that. Yeah, uh, what does that even From what I understand. Mean? You know, just hard to work with. He apparently, he got a good reception at, I, I want to say Cannes, I think Cannes, the film festival. Mm. Uh, and he was pissed that he got a good reception because he wanted his film to provoke and make people mad. And because it didn't do it to the extreme he wanted, he didn't like it, which... That's strange. It is strange, and I... I mean, it is... I mean, it's provoking, and it's got a bunch of, like, gross stuff in it. Yeah. Which is fine. I feel like it would have gotten the reaction he wanted had he put more thought into it. Since he didn't, I think people were just like, oh, that's crazy and fun and looked pretty. Yeah. Which doesn't really say much for the audience, I think, either, in that situation. But, uh, like, I'm mostly just dissing the can audience, because that's a shallow crowd yeah i I think if you want to if you want to watch this movie watching it at home with a couple people is kind of the way to go yeah it's it uh, i mean if it were a good movie i think on the big screen those dance sequences the first half of it is stunning it's a shame because the first half was so solid but uh yeah then it just falls apart i'm not um i'm just not a fan of this style again i i'm encouraged and love provocative movies yeah but you just have to have something behind it yeah all right, so and if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. You don't put LSD in the sangria. You don't, you don't put LSD do in the sangria. It, everybody. <laughs> All right, that's it. That is climax. Neither of us loved it. Here's a movie. If you uh, if you want to see a yeah, movie, let's like end this, on yeah. some hope here. There is a great movie called Ma M A by. Oh my God! Is it the one in the theater? Yeah. Or the, or the one at the film festival a couple years ago? No, I saw a preview of it for when uh, when I saw Us. I was like, that movie looks... Oh, no, that's a different movie. <laughs> that movie looks weird. Oh, I don't know what that one is. No, also Ma- called Ma. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, weird. This is one by Celia Rowson something. Okay. Celia Rowson Hall. Um, it was in the th- uh, film festival a few years ago. It's this beautifully beautiful film that there's no dialogue it's all through movement and dance and it very very roughly tells the story of uh the virgin mary but in a contemporary setting cool with these bright beautiful costumes and settings very cool it's a similar way it's filmed really well it's done through dance and movement it is an odd film but it is love that it's beautiful whimsical and lovely and that one uh, i think you that one is a better version go see ma yeah (laughs) it's i'm sure it is available on on the internet. Yes. Uh, this has been Cinebuds. Thank you for listening. Um, Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Oh, thanks. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. Oh, we get support from Steinhoffel's Furniture and Associated Bank. Money and couches. We thank you. We thank our members at 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. And also Milwaukee, but money Thanks. and couches. Money and couches. I, they should really think about taking up that right? jingle that I just wrote. Yes. And uh, um, thank you for listening to Cinebuds. Bye.